Here is a question for you. Are you struggling to become a successful investor? Do you feel like you keep making the wrong moves in the market over and over again? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Stig, and it's really difficult to do. And I think most of us, uh, definitely myself, we fail at it. So, yeah, I mean, our brains, you know, they've evolved over the millennia and they are not optimized for being great investors. If so, you are not alone. Many aspiring investors face these challenges. So one, we're going to make a lot of mistakes. Two, this is a very forgiving business. You can be wrong even 98% of the time. Still come out smelling really nice. That's why I have compiled insights from legendary investor Monish Babray, who shares his wisdom on how to overcome these hurdles and achieve success in investing. And if you want to have, you know, great deep relationships, great friendships, then again, that that same thing is really important. I think your friends need to know that you've got their back and that when they come to you, they're going to get very authentic answers, even if those answers are not what they want. The clips are from a podcast episode produced by the Investors Podcast Network. In their podcast, we study billionaires. You find here the link to the podcast episode and also in the description below of this video. Enjoy the show. In this clip, Monish Paprai discusses the challenges our brains pose in becoming great investors and how understanding our cognitive bias can help us overcome them? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Stig, and it's really difficult to do. And I think most of us, uh, definitely myself, we fail at it. So yeah, I mean, our brains, you know, they've evolved over the millennia and they are not optimized for being great investors. Uh, they were really uh, a brain was optimized to help us survive. And surviving on the African savanna needed a certain type of wiring And we need a different kind of wiring to be great investors. So our brains have a lot of quirks and a lot of biases. And I would say reading Munger's essay and reading Cialdini's book is going to be helpful in at least being aware of the pitfalls. But we are susceptible to it, you know, the commitment and consistency biases, a number of the biases that come in and that are uh, very much part and parcel of who we are. It's just part of uh, who we are. The best that we can do is try to be aware of it and try to sidestep as many of the pitfalls as you can. But I don't think anyone has succeeded in sidestepping all the pitfalls. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great essay and it is helpful. It's helpful to reread it and it's helpful to be aware that we are quirky living creatures with quirky brains, which don't necessarily follow a you know rational path all the time. After watching that clip, it's clear that recognizing and overcoming our cognitive biases is crucial for success in investing. Now, let's hear from Monish on the importance of patience and holding on to great businesses for the long 
term. So one, we're going to make a lot of mistakes. Two, this is a very forgiving business. You can be wrong even 98% of the time. Still come out smelling really nice. And three, that is only going to happen if you are able to buy businesses with great economics at reasonable valuations and then hang on to them forever. So when they get fully priced, they don't get sold. When they get overpriced, they don't get sold. It's only possibly when they get completely, ridiculously, egregiously overpriced that you can consider selling. And so this framework of circle the wagons is very fundamental. I think it's very hard to beat the market if you don't have this framework because you're going to be cutting the flowers and watering the weeds. And what we need to do is make sure we don't cut the flowers. And it really doesn't matter whether you water the weeds or not, but the important thing is you just don't cut the flowers. It's okay if you want to water the weeds. As Monish explained, successful investing requires a long-term approach and a willingness to hold onto great businesses. In this next clip, Monish shares his thoughts on lifelong learning and how it contributes to becoming a better investor. Well, I very much enjoy the game. And one of the things with this particular game, it's actually very similar to Bridge, is that you know, bridge is a game that would take you 15 minutes to learn and you cannot master it in a lifetime. So you can keep learning forever. There's really no plateau uh, that shows up in bridge. Even if you were playing 30, 40 hours a week for your whole life, you would still be learning. And I think investing is very similar in the sense that this is a game with a lot of twists and turns. And anytime you look at a business, the myriad of factors that affect where it might be in the long run uh, are so diverse. And some of them you may be able to understand, some of them may be within your circle of competence. A lot of them may not be. So, you know, lifelong learning is going to serve you very well. So I think I am as excited about the investing game as I was nearly 30 years ago. But I think what has happened in the previous almost three decades, is that more competency has been built up, uh, more mental models have been refined and incorporated. And so the pattern recognition is probably faster uh, now than it used to be, and it's broader uh, now than it used to be. Continual learning is key to staying ahead in the investing game, as Monish demonstrated. Next, we will hear Monish talk about the importance of recognizing mistakes and learning from them in investing. Yeah, so, you know, we have to separate the signal from the noise. As we saw with these examples of the Nifty 50 and Naspers and Buffett and so on, is this is a business with a high error rate. Even the best investors will be wrong at least half the time. And so one of the backdrops we have to keep in mind is that if you have a portfolio of 10 stocks, more than likely half are mistakes. Now, you may not lose money on them. They may not just compound at a high rate. They may, you know, 
be 4% compounding instead of 15% that you're expecting, for example. So knowing that there's a high error rate and separating the signal from the noise, when you have a good amount of data telling you that the signal is saying that you were probably wrong, then yeah, you you cut your losses and you move on. Acknowledging and learning from our mistakes is a vital part of becoming a successful investor. Now, let's see what Monish has to say about the significance of truth and authenticity in building trust and strong relationships. Yeah, well, I think that's a great question. It is going to feel uncomfortable. I think that it is uh, the small white lies are just very comfortable. You know, you don't you don't hurt anyone, and why would anyone care? And how is anyone ever going to know that you really thought it didn't look great? You know, and so you move on. But it's not authentic. And I think that many times when we meet people, we don't know why, but we sometimes just don't want to be around certain people. We can't put our finger on it, and it may be that there's too much implicit and explicit lies around what that person is saying or doing. So I think that the inversion of that is that if you want to build trust, you have to make a commitment to the truth. And the truth is going to not be easy many times. But I think that once you kind of cross that Rubicon and you know are on the other side, what you're going to find is that Trust goes up a lot. And basically, this world functions on trust. It doesn't function on contracts. The best contracts are ones that you never look at after you sign them. I think that if you if you want to have a lot of success in business, you have to have a very high standard for candor and, and integrity. And if you want to have you know great deep relationships, uh, great friendships, then again, that that same thing is really important. I think your friends need to know that you've got their back and that when they come to you, they're going to get very authentic answers, even if those answers are not what they want to hear. And so those are, I think these are, uh, these are very powerful principles where once you kind of get comfortable with it and start to apply it in your life, the paybacks are so enormous that it just becomes a no-brainer. I think any other way of living is kind of dumb. And it's going to make your life a lot more pleasant. You know, it's very easy when you don't lie because you don't have to remember your lies. You know, this makes it really simple. Anytime you're saying something or talking about something, you don't have to remember, oh, I said this and I said that, and I got to keep consistent with that or any of that. Just say the truth, you know, and, and that's the end. As Monish highlighted, trust and authenticity are essential for success, both in business and personal relationships. Finally, Monish shares his perspective on the importance of openly discussing financial matters. Yeah, so actually what uh, what I have found is that, you know, your remarks about people don't like to talk about money 
I think that is universal across cultures. You know, Guy always gets a chuckle because many times he and I will be in a conversation with someone who's having has some important issues, folk in the road, trying to figure out what to do. You know, I'll be asking a bunch of questions to try to get the data to try to help the person. And one of the first questions will go to really understand in detail the financial situation. You know, what's the net worth? What's the income? What's the expense and all that? And Guy always kind of goes into a cubbyhole and says, oh, there we go again, Monish, asking all these uncomfortable questions. You know, and but he's 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 now learned that Monish is going to ask those questions, okay. And and what I find surprising is the people who hear those questions who have never answered those questions to anyone openly give the answer, and then they say, "I want to let you know I have never discussed this with anyone." No one knows this. Please don't. I said it's all confidential. I'm not going to be not going to talk about it to anybody. But people actually get relieved to be able to share the data. Recently, I had a call with a friend who wanted advice, career advice. You know, and he's at an age where he could retire or he could take job A or job B or whatever. And one of the first things I asked him is, I I needed to know his financial situation before I could tell him what made sense for him, you know? And so he shared his information that he's never shared with anyone, you know, other than his wife, they've never talked about it. I, I don't think his kids are aware of it. But that gave me the information to be able to be most helpful to him. And also, I think he felt relieved that he was not having a conversation around eggshells, you know, where I'm in a vacuum, you know, trying to, say, well, if this is your situation, then do this. I actually knew exactly what his situation was and I could tell him what I would do in that situation. So yeah, I mean, I think I think people don't like to talk about money, but many times when they're confronting different issues, those conversations can be very, can lighten the load for them. And I think it's important that in a safe and confidential environment, with the people near you when you're trying to you know, help them with some things where that information may be relevant, that go there. You go to the, the land you're not supposed to go to. That's okay. Open and honest discussions about finances can lead to better decision-making and overall financial well-being. I hope you found these insights from Monish Paprai Valuable in your journey to become a successful investor. If you want to hear more insights from Monish Paprai, you find the link to the full podcast episode from the Investors Podcast Network, who produces We Study Billionaires, in the description below. Remember to like, share, and subscribe for more content like this. Good luck and may your investments prosper.